All right, Jabose, good morning. Let us begin with a beautiful daf ahead of us today. I want to begin by thanking our sponsors, to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Kislev, Sammy Amalka Esterson, for dedicating all the Shurim and Drushos this month in memory of their parents, Yitzchak Leib and Aaron Akoin, Sarah Rachel Bas Baruch Avram and Hinda, Bas Henech Ephraim, we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. We thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Paul and Kathy Pollock, for dedicating the Shi'urim and Drushos this week in memory of Paul's aunt, Esther Pollock, Esther Bas Zacharia, whose yard site is on the 29th of Kislev, we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshama will have an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. And our ongoing Dafyomi sponsors, and it's Chosiva Rafu Shlema for Ruchama Aviva Bas Shein Lachana and for Achal Yehudis Bas Tova Gittel. We hope that on the merit of our Talmud Torah, Kol Chola Yisrael will enjoy a complete and enduring Rafu. And with that, let us begin. So today's Daf is Chav Gimel, twenty-three. Really incredible Gemara today. We are actually picking up on the bottom of Chav Beis and Beis twenty-two B, and we are picking up two, two four, six, eight. Nine lines up from the bottom. So remember again, just to reorient ourselves for a bit. So we're still in the same machlokis as we were yesterday. Remember again, we really got into really well, actually I should say what we started on Shabbos. Um, we really got into a very dramatic machlokis between Chizkiya and Rabbi Avo. So remember again, Chizkiya telling us that the way we learn the Isra Chomets on Pesach is from the Pasuk of Lo Ye Achel. In other words, had the Torah just written Lo Yochal, you can't eat Chomets, Yochal would have meant, literally, you can't eat it. But Hano, right, benefit is absolutely permitted. The Torah, therefore, writes an elongated or protracted form of the Israel, Lo Yeachel, which, which Chizkiah translates to mean, it shall not come to be eaten. And Chizkiah learns from there that it shall not come to be eaten means also an Isra Hano. Don't do anything which could potentially lead to consumption in any way. So do not do something that allows it to come to be eaten. We'll say, but the core, the core idea, according to Chizkiah, is that any time the Torah just puts forward what we call a regular Isser Achilo, a general prohibition of consumption, all that is, is an Isser Achilo. In other words, Halach Isra does not automatically include an Isser Hano. Comes on Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo says, no, any time the Torah says, Lo Yocha, Lo Socha, Lo Socha, Lo Sochlu, any form of an Isser Achilo, by definition, includes an Isser Hana'ah as well. So remember again, we spent yesterday's daf going through a variety of different cases, trying to show where this would not seem to... Oh, excuse me, one more piece. According to Rabbi Avo, unless, of course, the Torah gives you an exception. Right? If the Torah tells you that something is not an Isser Hana'ah, then the Isser doesn't apply. For example, a paradigmatic example of that was... Nevela. Right, so Nevela is the perfect example where, again, the Torah explicitly says, Lager, to the Nachri, you could go ahead and give it to sell it. And again, what we've been seeing is a number of different exceptions. That's really what's coming up. So we keep, we keep on raising kashas against Rabbi Avo, and we keep on seeing essentially exceptions to this rule. So we're continuing. And again, what's fascinating about this is along the journey, I, I, I owe you a lot of halacha lemaisa. I also owe you, um, I also owe you the Lakel of Tashlichon. Also, I haven't, I haven't forgotten. Well, we'll 
I think I also owe you the halacha lemaisa for only chanina skana kohanim. So there's a lot of a uh, lot. I, I owe you a lot. I owe you a lot. All right, the mirror says I'll make good on it. So we'll see. Here we go. Bahari Arla. So continuing here, we'll see the bottom of Chaf Beizim with Beiz, seven lines up from the bottom. Same topic. Bahari Arla. What about Arla? So we'll remember again. Arla is after you plant a fruit tree. The halacha is for the first three years after it's been planted. Halacha lemaisa again. You are not permitted to partake of the fruit. So the Gemara says. Basik says by Arla that he says Arelim lo yeachel. So the fruit, the fruit of the first three years will be Arelim, right? So we'll say you will, you will not eat it. Vitanyo, we learned Arelim lo yeachel. Sorry, Arelim lo yeachel. Eini ela israchilo. I only know that halochel amaisi can't eat Arla. How do I know that I shouldn't get hadna'ah from Allah? That you shouldn't go ahead and make dye out of it. Or again, if it's, oil, if it's olives, that I should not use the oil to go ahead and kindle my, kindle my nair. We'll say, right, they an incredible tie into Hanukkah as well. Incredible. So the verse says, So we'll say, therefore, the Torah, the Gemara points out that the Torah uses an elongated form of areltem arloso arelim lo yachel. So let's remember again. So arel, arel, we often translate that word as uncircumcised. But the truth is, arel really means shut off. Shut off, cut off, set aside. That's why, again, the notion of being an arel lave. What does it mean uncircumcised? It means my heart is covered over. It's cut off from the Rebbe Shalom. So the Torah uses this repeated lashon of cut off, set aside, shut off, to indicate to us not only is there an Israel Hilo, but there's also an Isra Hanna. So we'll say, so again, the Gemara now phrases this question. Time of the Kassar Rahman of Aratam Rasa Aridim Halafahi, Havamini Isra Hilo Masha, Isra Hanna Mashma. So we'll say, see here the Kasha. The reason that there's an Isra Hanna by Arla is why? Because of the repeated lashon, Araltem, Arlaso, on and on and on. Had the Torah just said, Lo ye achel, apparently all that would have taught me was an Isra Achilo, not an Isra Hanna. So we'll say it's a kasha and Rabbi Avo. Because going to Rabbi Avo, ultimately, again, the lo yeachel by itself teaches me, the lo yeachel by itself teaches me an isr hano as well, to which the Yimar said, the olam lo yeachel mashro ben isr achilo ben isr hano. In reality, like we said before, lo yeachel, like Rabbi Avo said, teaches me both an isr achilo and an isr hano. Aye, so why is the case of Arl different, of Arla different, sorry? The shiny house and the chsev, lochem. Interesting, I will say, because the Pasuk by Arla adds in the Pasuk of Lochem. It says, I will say, because it says, it says, uh, So we'll say, what does that mean? It says, it'll be Lochem, it'll be to you, Arelim. So the Gemara says, um, I'm sorry, so I would have thought that based on that word Lachem, it is very interesting. Lo Yachel teaches me a Nisr Achila, the Gemara says. Right? But um, let me say it differently. The Gemara is suggesting now that Lo Yachel, under normal circumstances, would teach me both an Isr Achila and an Isr Hano. Okay? Fine, let's say Rabbi Yavo. The reason the Gemara says this case is a bit more complicated is because the Torah adds in an extra word, Lachem. So because it says Lachem, I might have thought that there is no Isr Hanna'ah when it comes to Arla. 
Therefore, in order to go ahead and teach us that there is an Isra'ana, the Torah uses the elongated form, Va'araltem, Arasa, Arla, over and over and over, it'll be shut off, shut off, shut off, shut off, cut off from you. Kamash Malan, though, there is an Isr Hano as well. So the Gemara says, well, one second. Say, here's the Shaila. See, if you're going to go out of your way, so we'll see what's happening over here. It's such a fascinating drasha. Where the Gemara is holding right now is like this. Normally, when it says, what does Loyachal teach me? What does it teach me? Teaches me that there's an Isser Achila. And an Isser Hana. But here's the problem. The Torah in the Pasuk by Arla also says, Lochem, that ultimately, again, that it'll be for you. So therefore, I would have thought that means that you're permitted to have Hana. So what does the Torah do to counter that? It says, Unetatem kol itzmachal, va'araltem arloso. Va'araltem arloso areilim. So it says, essentially, one form of Arla Three different times in order to therefore show you that halacha lamaisa it is asrabana. So the Gemara says, I, I don't understand. If that's the case, that you've gone out of your way to highlight the fact that this is asrabana, so what does the word lachem come to teach me? To which the Gemara says, I'll tell you. Lochem is very interesting. Lochem comes to include. Halacha lamaisa, a tree, the, or I should say, yeah, a tree that is planted for the rabbin. So, both listen to this. What happens if halacha lamaisa, something is planted not for individual benefit, but for public benefit? I go ahead and I plant a tree for the use of the rabbin. Is that tree or is the, or is the fruit of that tree subject to the halachos of Arla? So, the first opinion says that halacha lamaisa, lachem, which is plural for you, plural, Teaches what? That even if a tree is planted for the benefit of the rabbin, it is still subject to other rabbi. Who normally says, So very interesting. Rabbi Huda says just the opposite. It actually comes to go ahead and exclude a tree that is planted for the rabbin. The rabbi says the halacha is that the halachos of our law only apply, only apply to something that is planted for an individual. Anything that is planted for the rabbin, by definition, is excluded from the halachos of Arla. So my time with the Tanakhama, what's the reason that the Tanakhama dechsev unetatem liyachid? Mashma, so ultimately, again, is a reference to something being planted for an individual, but does not refer to something being planted for the collective. Therefore, ultimately, again, it comes in rights lachem to exclude that which is planted for the rabbim. Rabbi Huda. Unetatem mashma bein l'rabim bein liyachid. So Rabbi Huda says, Unetatem really mashma, whether it's planted for an individual, for the collective. V'lochem bein yachid bein rabbi mashma. Lochem also could mean for the individual, for the collective. Therefore what? Havi ribui acha ribui. So we'll say one of the exegetical principles is a ribui acha ribui, which means you have one we'll call it um, inclusive statement, after another inclusive statement, and only comes to go ahead and be mamait, exclude, which therefore according to Rabbi Yudah means that you exclude a tree that was planted for the rabbin from the halachos of Arla. So we'll say, so therefore again, remember, let's just keep, we're going to keep focused here because it's easy to lose ourselves in all the fascinating halacha. So remember again, we only brought up this case as a kashin rabbi avo. Because remember again, here, the Torah tells me about Arla lo ye achel, I cannot eat Arla. 
But yet again, but yet again, the Torah goes out of its way to say araltem arlaso arla. Teacher, there's an iser hana. But according to Rabbi Avo, lo yeachel should be enough to teach me an iser achila and an iser hana. So obviously, the Gemara brings this up as a proof against Rabbi Avo. To which the Gemara answers, not necessarily. This case is a little bit different because we have this whole lachem. Again, because lachem might include, would normally include tell you that you can have hana. What kind of hana could I have had? Potentially something planted for the public. And therefore, again, bottom line is this is not a good conclusive case to prove or to disprove Rabbi Avo's principle. Good. Next. Vahari Truma. Dam Rahman. I'll both listen to this. What about Truma? Truma. Torah says, Dam Rahman. Vahosar. Lo Yochal. Kodesh. But say any non Kohen cannot partake of it, ultimately again, because it's Kodesh. Utnan. So we'll say, so again, remember, anytime I see, according to Rabbi Avo, Lo Yochal, the I say that should include what? Israhila and Israhana. Remember, all of this is a kash on Rabbi Avo. So the Gemara says, yet we learned Utnan. You can make an Eruv. What's the incredible good Chazara? Right? You can make an Eruv. You can make an Eruv. Ultimately, again, for a Nazir with wine or for a Yisrael with Truma. Which shows you that what? Even though a Yisrael is not permitted to go ahead and eat Truma, he clearly can what? Clearly can what? Get Hanah from Truma. So this is a Kash on Rabbi Avo. Because Kren Rabbi Avo, the Lo Yocha by Truma should be in Israel as well. Amra Papa, Shani Hasan, the Amakra, Trumas. We'll say once again, Truma is different because the Pasuk says, Trumaschem, your Truma, Shalachem Tehei. That teaches me that what? That Halacha Lamaisa, it should be yours. It should be yours. So we'll say, so in other words, Rabbi Avo would say like this, under normal circumstances when the Torah says that you can't eat Truma, V'chol Zalo Yochal, that teaches me Israhila and Israhana'a. I, but then why is it that the Yisrael is allowed to make an Erev with Truma? To which Rabbi Avo respond because the Torah says, Trumaschem. The Torah is telling you that the Truma is yours in certain respects. Which, what kind of respect in order that you can get Hana? What kind of Hana that you can make an Erev out of it? So I'll say, what, what would Chizkiah say? The Idach, Chizkiah would say, Trumaschem the Chol Yisrael. I will say, and I remember again, according to Chizkiah, according to Chizkiah, an Israhila does not automatically mean an Israhana, right? A regular Israhila actually just means Achila. It's only when the Torah writes a protracted form, ultimately again of an Israhila, does it come to include an Israhana. So according to Chizkiah, what does Trumaschem come to teach me? To which it's very interesting. Idach, Chizkiah will say Trumaschem, Interestingly enough, there's nothing really to be learned from Trumaschem. That's just the Torah, way the Torah is writing. Right? The Torah is just writing your Truma, a reference to the fact that the Truma or the mitzvah of Truma is, belongs to quote-unquote Klal Yisrael. Okay, so we'll say, so therefore, once again, no raya against Rabbi Avo from this case. Next, Nazir. So I'll say the Pasik says by by Nazir, sorry, Lo Yachel. Sorry, Lo Yochel, excuse me. So what about by Nazir? The Torah says, literally means from grape skins until grape seeds, the Nazir will not eat, which is just another way of saying the Nazir cannot eat any part of the grape. So Havahari Nazir Drachman Rachman Omechartsan Bad Zag. 
lo yochel utnan and we learn supposed to say so once again. Again, it's a very simple progression. Current Rabbi Avo, once I see lo yochel, both say what should be the halacha, should the halacha, israchila, israhana. Good. But what about utnan? We learned marv the nazir beyayin that you can go ahead and make a, you can make an eruv for nazir with wine. So we'll say you see from here that even though a nazir is not allowed to consume wine, he is permitted to get hana. Amar Marzutra, Shani Hassan, the Amakra, Nizro. Well, say, you see, the Pasik says Nizro, his Nizirus, Shelo Yehe, which indicates to us that there are aspects of this Nizirus, quote unquote, which belong to him, which the Gemara is interpreting to mean that there are aspects of the prohibition from which he is permitted to derive benefit. So although he can't go ahead and consume the grapes, he can get benefit of, from them. And then he can use them to make an error. Ravashi, Ravashi says, Kodesh Yegedal Parasa'aro Show. So we'll say the Pasuk says that the hair of the Nazir which grows ultimately is consecrated. We learned from here, Gidulo Kadosh, the Indavar Achar Kadosh. So the Gimara says, interestingly enough, the way we darshan it is, it's only the hair that is absolutely Kadosh, i.e. precluded from any benefit, but other aspects of his Nazirus are not absolutely Kadosh and precluded from benefit. Therefore, Halach says, much as he cannot consume grapes in any way, he is permitted to get benefit. I, the Gimar Midi, the Eindavar Achar does the Pasik say that? That only hair and nothing else you, can you, are precluded from benefit? Rather, the Gemara says, the drasha of Marzutra makes a bit more sense. The fact that the Torah says Nizro. We begin to see something very interesting, a pattern over here that's developing. That even Rabbi Avo, even Rabbi Avo, who normally holds that what? That Halach Elamaiso, whenever you see an Isra Achilo, Isra Achilo also includes what? Also includes what? Isra Hanam. When the particular prohibition adds in an additional, I will call it additional possessive phrase or word, that seems to put the davar ha'asr back into the rishus of the individual for hana'a purpose, which, which, is, which is a very intuitive lean. In other words, the Torah go, is going out of its way to include an additional possessive word. Why is that there? So Rabbi Avo is going to say to put it back. So it's almost like lo yoch, lo, the Isra Achila takes it out of your domain in totality, Achila and Hana, and then the possess, particular possessive, really extra word, will put it back in some way. So we see that again. We saw that by Truma. We saw that by Arlo. And now again, we just saw it by Nazira. So it's really quite fascinating. I have Hari Chadash. What's it about Chadash? It's really, really, really exciting. So many of these halachas. Hari Chadash, Rachmana Amar. Remember again, new grain, new grain, which is anything planted since last Pesach. So the halacha is ultimately again only becomes permitted for consumption once you go ahead and offer up the carbon omer. So it says, So I'll say, so once again, if you're Rabbi Abo, Lo Sochlu means what? Lo Sochlu means Israhila and Israhina. But one second, Utsinaba, we learned. Kotzer le shaches umachil behema. Suppose you could go ahead and, of course, just say shachas. You're permitted to go ahead and harvest shachas. So we'll say, shachas is premature grape, dark grapes, premature grain, right? Under, underdeveloped grains. You could go ahead, which is very soft. You would use it for animal food, for animal feed, right? You, you wouldn't eat it yourself. But you could go ahead and 
harvest the soft, immature grain, and you could give it to your animal. So what's we'll he see? So again, once again, you see from here an Israchila by Chadash. Israchila normally, I assume, means that Israchila and Israhana. And now Halachilamaisa, the Torah tells me, or the Gemara tells me, that I can get Hana. We'll say once again, same pattern. The Torah says, it shall be your harvest. So in certain respects, ultimately, again, as much as there is an Israhila, the Torah gives back the produce to you. In what way? Although you're not permitted to eat it, you are permitted to go ahead and get some level of benefit from it. So we'll say, same pattern, same pattern. The Israhila, according to Rabbi Yavall, will remove it from your domain, both for Israhila and Israhana. But then when you find this additional possessive word, it'll put it back in your rishos for some type of Hana. So remember again, Abosei, Chizkiah, Chizkiah doesn't have to go through these gymnastics, right? Remember again, Abosei, it's only Rabbi Avo, because according to Rabbi Avo, every Israhila removes the item from you for both, again, Achila and Hana. But yet, then when you see a Braise that says, Rabbi Mishra, that says that you can get Hana, Rabbi Avo has to go through this whole libud that there's a possessive word that puts it back in your just According to Chizkiah, Abosei, you don't have to go through all this, because according to Chizkiah, an Israhila just means what? And it's Rahila. That's it. I said, so what about Kitzirchem? That's just the way the Torah talks. That's just the way the Torah talks. Kitzirchem. Torah is talking to us because this is a mitzvah regarding our harvest. Next. So it's interesting if the Pasuk says by, 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 by Shratzim, the prohibition to consume creepy, crawly things. I so what do I do with this? So the Gemara says, well, now we learned side Vidogim. So listen to this. Those who go ahead, trappers, right? Those who go ahead are hunters. Those who hunt Chaya Ofos and Dogim, which literally means again, not domesticated animals, birds and fish. Shiniz Dandulahan meaning to me. Let's say you're a trapper, you put down some traps, and inside of your traps are non-kosher animals. Right, meaning to me, and so what's talacha? Mutarin lemochron lenachrim. You are permitted to sell these non-kosher animals. Ultimately, again, to non-Jews. Now, I will say, now remember again, current Rabbi Avol, this is a kasha. Why? Because when the Torah speaks about the prohibition to eat, in this case, it shrots him, but it's really all non-kosher animals. The Torah phrases it as an israhila, which current Rabbi Avol should mean what? An israhila and. And Israhana. Yet the Bray said clearly, or the Mishnah is clearly telling me that Halacha I could sell non kosher animals to a non Jew. Shiny house and Damakra, Lachem, Shalachem Yehei. We'll say so again, once again, sing Drasha. Rabbi Abba says, no, no, no. There's an there's additional possessive word, Lachem. It'll be for your, it'll be for you. And therefore, again, the Torah is giving it back to you in some way, namely that Halacha Lamais, you are permitted to go ahead and sell it to a Nachri. Ihochi, Afil Lachatil and Amish. This is very interesting. If that's the case, then Halacha Lamaisa. Why can't I just proactively trap non-kosher animals, non-kosher shratzim, to sell it to non-Jews? To which the Gemara says, "Shani yihu The pasuk ultimately says, "Yihiyu by right by non-kosher animals, yihiyu." So therefore, again, I both say the yihiyu means it remains in its unkosher, unclean status, and therefore one should have some level of distance from it. So both say. This happens to be an interesting discussion because the Gemara seems to indicate over here that a Jew would not be permitted to do sustained business with non-kosher food. 
which is actually a very interesting discussion in halacha in general. In other words, I know that obviously a Jew can't do any kind of business with basar b'chalov, right? Because any mixture of milk and meat together is not only prohibited for consumption, but it's also prohibited for benefit. What about a Jew actively engaging in commerce of non-kosher food? So most say, so interesting enough, the way that the way the Mishnah kind of had its case was. I have traps. My intention is to go ahead and catch kosher food. And halacha lamaisa, my traps just, you know, non-kosher, non-kosher animals wander into my traps. So once they're already there, I could sell it off. But the seems to indicate that halacha lamaisa, a Jew could not proactively engage in commerce with non-kosher animals so, or non-kosher food items. So again, it's a much bigger discussion halacha, but just interesting to see that that seems to be the conclusion over here. L'chizkiah, l'amali v'michtav, lo ye'achel, why does the Torah have to say Lo Yeachel by Shratzim and then write Lachem to be Matrit Bahana? Lo Lichtil Rachmar Lo Yeachel, Lo Boy Lachem. Well, see, remember, according to Chizkiah, just don't write Lo Yeachel. In other words, just write Lo Yochel. Don't write the longer protracted form, right? Don't, don't, don't write the elongated form. Just write the shorter form, which by definition just means an Israchila. And then you don't, not Hana, then you don't need Lachem to put it back into your Rishus ultimately. Again for Hano, to which means Amlucha Chizkia Taima Didi Nam Mihacha. Chizkia says, in fact, in fact, it's funny you should bring this up because Halacha Lamaisa. I this is one of the sources from which I derive my particular shita. So I said this is actually quite interesting. So ultimately, again, what what the Gemara seems to be indicating to here indicating to us is that Halacha Lamaisa Chizkia will learn out his particular shita from two places. Number one, ultimately, again from Chametz. And number two, and number two from Shratzim, that in both of these cases, what you see is an elongated form of lo ye'achel, right? Instead of just saying lo yochal. See, interestingly enough, by Sharetz, the Torah goes ahead and says lo ye'achel, and then says lochem, lochem, to put it back into your rishos for hana. Chizke says, why does the Torah do that? Well, that must be because although lo yochal only represents an Israchila, an elongated form, like lo ye'achel, represents isra'chila and isra'hana. Therefore, the Torah needs to put it back into your rishos with lachem by hana. Now, of course, by chametz, what happens? We're to chizkiah. By chametz, the Torah never has a lachem. Therefore, what? It's the lo ye'achel tells me in isra'chila and in isra'hana, and never puts it back in my rishos to be matir, the isra'hana. So chizki is just saying, by the way, this happens to be one of my sources. Well, one, of, one, of the, you know, one of the sources for my particular position. Good. V'hari chametz, rachman lo ye'achel chametz. We'll say chametz, coming full circle now. By chametz, it says lo ye'achel. The sanyan we learned, Rabbi Yosef Lili Omer. We'll say, listen to this. This is pretty wild. It says, you should wonder to yourself, Why is Chametz Asr Bana all seven days? Which the Gemara says, so we'll say, take, take a look at Rashi. Actually, look at Rashi. So we'll say, we're actually going to see the sheet. Rabbi Yosef really holds, that chametz is only aser ba'achila, is not aser ba'ana, which is, which is pretty dramatic. So Yosef Lili says, how could it be that chametz is aser ba'ana? To which the Gemara says, shiny hasam da'amakra, lo yira lechasar shalchayyehe. So we'll say ultimately again, chametz is going to be different. Why? Because the Torah said, lo yira lecha sar. 
which indicates to us that halacha lemaisa, according to Rabbi Yosef Halili, chametz is even yours over the course of Pesach, i.e. it's not asr ba'ana. For Rabbanon, the Rabbanon will go ahead and darshan, no, shalcha yataroa, aval atarosh shalachirim, v'shal gavah. So Rabbanon will say, shalcha teaches me that halacha lemaisa, I can't see my own chametz, but there's no prohibition on seeing the chametz of others, right? Whether it's a non-Jew, whether it's the Beis Hamikdash, v'idach, for that matter, even in other Jews, v'idach, tre l'chak sivi. And the other opinion will say, Rabbi Yosef will say, well, there are two l'chaz, v'idach, and the rabbana will say, chad b'nachri sheki b'ashu, chad b'nachri sheki b'ashu, we had this earlier, one is referring to the chametz of a nachri, who I control, and one is referring to the nachri that I don't control, but either way, chametz owned by a nachri, whether I have some level of dominion over that nachri or not, I am not responsible, nor do I violate Pesach because of that chametz v'idach. Tlos lechak sivi. The Rabbi Yosei will say, well, there are three lechaz that are written v'idach, chad besar v'chad b'chametz. And Rabbanon will say that it's true, but once one chametz is necessary to teach me sa'ar, and one is not teaching chametz. We'll get into this sugya. But remember, interestingly enough, the prohibition of chametz does not only devolve upon edible chametz, but it even devolves on what's called sa'ar. We'll say for lack of a better term, sa'ar is called sourdough any other leavening agent. Whereas the leavening agent itself might not be consumable, might not be fit for consumption. Ultimately, again, because it has the paradigm, something else comes there for it'll be usser. Lema ketanai. So we'll say, let's, let's take a step back. And let's say maybe this whole thing is a machlok yestanam. Or as we'll say, maybe this idea that Rabbi Avo put forward, that any time you see an isser achila, Israhila always includes an Israhana. So maybe this entire thing is a machlokes tanam. Here we go. So the Pasik says, This is by Khalif. So the Pasik says, So the Pasik is, So Khalif, that Khalif can be used. What does this mean when it says chilev could be used? A forbidden fat could be used ultimately again. You might have thought that chilev could only be used for, let's say, temple purposes, but for but for mundane individual purposes, it can't be used. Therefore, teaches me that again, I can even use chilev. For my own mundane purposes, there is no iser hana. Rabbi Akiva Omer Akiva says no. Shiyachal lemelachas hadyoti heitar lemelachas kavoye tar. Rabbi Akiva says no, no, no. It's not a din ultimately again in hana. It's a din in tumantara. Rabbi Akiva says you might have thought that when using chelav lemelachas hadyot for some type of mundane purpose, it'll be tar. But for melachas kavoy, it'll be tamei tamud lomar lechol melacha. Rabbi Yosei I don't need the positive teaching regarding Tumantara. Where do I need the positive for? Le Isra'ul To teach me prohibition and permission, ultimately again for general Hana. But Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva will say, I don't need a Pasik ultimately again for Isra and Heter. Rather, I need a Pasik for Tumantara. They'll say, What are they arguing about? Ahmed Bey's. My love, Baha Kamiflagi, are they not arguing about the following point? The Rabbi Osek Lili Savar, Rabbi Osek Lili holds that in general, Lo Sochelu, Mashma ben Israhila ben Israhana. So Rabbi Osek Lili will say like this In general, Lo Sochelu refers to an Israhila and an Israhana. Therefore, the Chi Asa Kralun Mishrei Lineveila, Bana Hudasa. 
Therefore, I'll say ultimately again, when the Torah comes to permit Nevela, because we'll remember again, Nevela is the paradigmatic example of something that has an Israchila, but that is explicitly permitted Bahana. Right, Therefore, remember again, that's what we started all of this with. Because remember, by Nevela, the Torah says, I can't eat it, but it says what? So I can either give it to the ger or sell it to the nachri. So watch this. So the Gemara says, When the Torah comes, so in general, so when the pasuk says lo sochelu, lo sochelu means israchilo israhano. And when the Torah comes to permit hano by nevela, bana, sorry, when the Torah comes to permit something by nevela, bana huda asa. Rabbi Akiva, so Rabbi Akiva says no. Isra Achila Mashma, Isra Hanalo Mash. Rabbi Akiva says no. In general, when the Torah goes ahead and says Lo Sochelu, right? Then Isra Achila means just that, an Isra Achila, and not automatically an Isra Hano. Vichi Asakra, Vichi Asakra. I will say, interesting enough, it's changed over here, right? It's it's um the Hag. I should really go back. The Hagol Sutsiyunim changes Nevela. Ultimately, again, to Chalev. Because the truth is, we'll get back to Nevela in just a moment. But really, the way, the way to read it is as follows. Rabbi Yosef Lili holds that Lo Sochelu, ultimately, so let me read that again. Lo Sochelu, what's that means? Ben Israchilo, Ben Israchilo. So, right? That's, that's Rabbi Yosef Lili. Anytime you see Israchilo, it comes to include both Hana and Dachila. And when the Torah comes to permit something, change Nevela to Chalev, Bahana Hudasa. It's coming to permit it by Hana. Rabbi Akiva will say, Rabbi Akiva Savar, Isra Achila Mashma, Isra Hana Lo Mashma. Rabbi Akiva will say, No, anytime you see an Isra Achila, Rabbi Osai, Isra Achila means what? Dafka that an Isra Achila, not an Isra Hana. Therefore, Vichi Asakra, therefore, when the Pasta comes to permit something, Lutuma Vataira, it comes to teaching Allah regarding Tuma and Taira, not regarding Hana. So we'll say, So the Gemara is suggesting that in reality, the machlokis between Chizkiah and Rabbi Avo is in fact a machlokis tanoim, Rabbi Yossi Haglili and Rabbi Akiva. Namely, halacha lamais, when the Torah comes along and speaks about Israchila, does Israchila only mean Israchila or does it come to include Israchila as well? To which the Gemara says, lo, incorrect. The Chuli Amo, lo sochelo mashma ben Israchila ben Israchila. In reality, the Gemara suggests everyone agrees. That lo sochelu always refers to an israchila and israchila, which is actually quite dramatic. What the Gemara is suggesting right here is that pretty much everybody agrees with, with what Rabbi Avo said. That any time you have an israchila, the automatic default is israchila means israchila and israhana. That's the automatic default. Vahaka vahaka So we'll say what's happening over here by 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 chaliv. What's the machlok? Yes, watch this. Rabbi Yosef Savar. Kisha hutra nevela, hi hutra, chelba vigida lo hutra. So we'll say, watch this. Rabbi Yosef Lili says like this. When nevela, we'll say, remember again, the, the, see, here, here, here's what we go with. Everyone, according to where the Gemara is holding right now, everyone agrees with the Shita as espoused by Rabbi Avo. Now, we'll say, now remember again, so I'm going to point that chronologically, Rabbi Avo lived after Rabbi Yosef Lili and Rabbi Akiva. Okay, just to be clear. So when we say everyone holds like Rabbi Avo, that's not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it literally. I'm saying everybody holds like the sheet of Rabbi Avo. So everyone, so what Gemara is suggesting, follow this. What Gemara is suggesting is everyone agrees that whenever there is an Isra Achila, Isra Achila automatically includes Achila and Hana. Okay, that's Aleph. That will say, remember again, everyone agrees also the paradigmatic example 
of an Isra Achila that doesn't carry an Isra Hana is what case? Is what case? Nevela. Now we'll say, no one argues on that for one simple reason, which is, the Torah says it explicitly. Or is it again, it's a Pasuk. It's not a Drusha. It's not a Drusha. It's a Pasuk. So therefore we'll say, see, here's what I have. I have Isra Achila, I often release Isra Achila, Isra Hana. Torah permits Nevela Bahana. Watch this. Now the Mechlokis is going to be the scope or the parameters of the Isra Hanoah by Nevela. This is great. Rabbi Yosef Lili Savar, Kishu Hutra Nevela, He Hutra, Chelba Vegida Lo Hutru. Bosa, listen to this. Rabbi Yosef will say like this when the Torah permits Nevela Bahana, the Torah only permits the actual meat of the Nevela Bahana, or the hide as well. What doesn't it include? The Chelev and the Gid Hanosha. Chelev and Gid Hanosha are not automatically included in the Heter Hana of Nevela. Therefore, Vichi Itzterich Kra. Therefore, I will say the Pasuk that we just quoted over here. I'll remember again on the bottom of Ahmed Aleph, where the Pasuk says, where the Pasuk says, Chelev Nevela, Chelev Trefa, Ye Asalachom Malacha. So in the Torah says, Ye Asalachom Malacha, that you could do whatever you want ultimately again with Chelev. What is that coming to teach me? So the Gemara says, Vichi Itzterich Kra, Leheter Hana. So there was the Pasuk coming to teach you that Chelev is Mutabana. So what says Lili? All that the Heter Hana by Nevela teaches me is that I can get I can get Hana from the Nevela itself, which means the meat of the Nevela, the height of the Nevela. What does it include? It doesn't include Chelev and it doesn't include Gid. So I say, remember again, this goes like this: Why doesn't it include Gid? Because Rabbi Yosei Lili will say what? Like you saw yesterday's daf, Ein Begidin Beno Tam. Right? The Gid the Gid Hanosh itself is not considered meat. And therefore, Allah again, it's not considered under the Heter Hano, or it's not included under the Heter Hano of the Nevela itself. And Chelev, Chelev is just reckoned separately. But I have another passage that comes along and says, by the way, Chelev is also Mutter Ba'ano. Watch this, Rabbi Akiva, so Rabbi Akiva holds, Kishuchu Nevela, when the Torah permits Hanah by Nevela, what happens? The Gemara says, Chelba Vigida Nami Hutru. Ultimately, I will say, no, no, no. When the Torah says that you can get Hanar from an Avela, but say, what does that include? What does it include? It includes everything. Everything. Every part of nurse. Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva will say, come on, once the Torah tells you that I can get Hanar from the Avela, that includes every part of the Avela, which includes the meat, the hide, the chalev, as well as the gid. And therefore, the chitzrich kra. And then also, when the Pasuk permits something, Lagabe chalev is actually coming to permit it in the realm of Tuma and Tara. So the Gemara Shabbat Yosef, the Ashkech, so we'll say, so I just want to point out, just watch the evolution of thinking. But we just, when we started this, we started this saying that the Machlokes Rabbi Avo and Chizkiah, is really the Machlokes Tanoim, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Akiva. Where the Gemara's thinking is that right now is that no, Halacha Lamaisa, in fact, that's not the case. Halacha Lamaisa, Halacha Lamaisa, everyone agrees that an Isser Achila automatically includes Isser Hana. That's where the Gemara is holding right now. Rabbi Yosei Lili, Ashkechon Chelev, the Shari Rechmona Ba'no. Rabbi Yosei Lili, I have now a passage that teaches me that Chelev is Mutter Ba'no. Elagid Neima Da'asr. So ultimately, what about Gid Anosha? Also going back to yesterday's daf. It would appear that Gid Anosha should be Asr Ba'no. Ibai Seema Ha'chinami Da'asr. So okay, one possible is, yeah. In Ha'chinami, according to Rabbi Yosei Lili, Gid Anosha would be Asr Ba'no. Ibai Seema the other possibility is that you can learn out that Gid Anosha is permitted from a Kav What's the Kav HaChomer? If Chelev 
which is punishable by kares, ultimately again is muter bando. Gid she'eno adnosh kares l'kol shekein. Supposed to listen to this. So chelav, which if you consume it, is punishable with kares. Yet it's muter bando. Gid hanosh rabose, which is not punishable by kares, should ultimately be permitted bando as well. Rabbi Shimon, the Asher, Rabbi Shimon, who says that Gil HaNosha is Asher Ba'ana, he was saying, Ikel Mifrach, you can ask a Pircha, you can ask a Kasha on that Kavachom, what's the Kasha on the Kavachomer? Ma lechilev shekein hotur michlalo eitzel chaya. Let's remember again, chilev, as much as it's punishable by Karius, doesn't apply in all cases. Interesting, I will say, chilev only applies by Behemoth. Chilev does not apply by non-domesticated animals, by Chaya. Tomar begid shelo hotter mechlalo. Yet gid hanosha is usher in everything. So the Gemara says, I'm sorry. Tomar begid shelo hotter mechlalo itzel chayo. Ve'idak. The other people will say, but behema kamrinon, but behema mias lo ishtri. Other people will say, don't compare behema to chayo, but rather again, just look at behema. Fine. So michdi. So we'll say, so now let's come on. Let's get to the bottom of this already, because this is this is really like we'll say this. You have to understand this particular machlokas, this particular issue. It, it, it has such, you could see, I'll say, look at all the cases that we're bringing. There are so many Isuri Achila. And trying to figure out, does an Isra Achila just mean Isra Achila or Isra Ano? It's a mamish. So Gemara says, okay, so now let, let's, let's get to, try to get to the bottom of this. So Michdi, O Svinu Kalhani Kroy, Vishaninu, Chizkerai Vivalmatli, Yisrael says, here's what's interesting. So we've gone through all of these cases. Now, the nice part is we've also resolved all of these cases. And as I will say, so what, what we've shown is how each of these cases that we brought up as a kasha according to, according to Chizki, according to Rabbi Avo, we were able to answer doesn't really pose a kasha to Rabbi Avo. So the Gemara says, Michti, let's say, Osvino Kohani Kroy, we brought up all of these psukim, Vishaninu, and we went ahead and we resolved them. In other words, we answered them. So the Gemara says, Chizke Rabbi Avo, but my plea. So we'll say, wherein lies the core contention, the core machlokis between Chizkiya and Rabbi Avo? To which the Gemara says, look at Rashi, but my plea, the Inlucha Isri Hana, Bidavar Shene'emar Bo, Lav Bachila, so Shlone'emar Bo, Prat Lahatir, Elahanach Shne'e Devarm, Dixiv Bohen, Lo Ye Achel, Kigon Sharniska Bohen, Pesach. So, 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 watch, so, so, where, where does the machlokes? Where is the really? Where is the core case of machlokes between Rabbi Avo and Chizkiah? To which the Gemara says, "I'll tell you." Bechametz bePesach v'Aliba Drabanan. So, we'll say, it comes up. It comes up by Chametz bePesach according to the Rabbanon, and Beshoraniskal v'Aliba Dedivreakol. In the case of Shoraniskal, according to Rabbanon, we'll say, "Look at Rashi v'Aliba Drabanan." Rashi says. So I'll say, so now watch this. The two core machlokis cases ultimately again will be where Chamis Pesach and Shohaniskal. We'll say, now remember, Shohaniskal we had in yesterday's daf. Yesterday's daf, right? We had the whole discussion about what happens if you go out and you shecht the Shohaniskal after the verdict. So again, let's see. So here we go. Chizkia, Nafiklei. So Chizkiah learns out ultimately again from Lo Ye Achel. So we'll say Chizkiah learns out the Isra Hanoah by Chametz from Lo Ye Achel. We'll say, because remember again, according to Chizkiah, normally Isra Achila carries with it what? What type of Isra? Just, just Achila. Just Achila, right? Good, no, by, by, no, 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 right. By, by Chametz, by Chametz, it's going to be different because the Torah writes Isra Achila in a more prolonged form. So correct. By Chametz, Chizkiah will say, the Israhila also includes an Israhila because of Lo Yachel. For Abiyavo, Nafikle, Minivela. 
And interestingly enough, ultimately again, Rabbi Avo will learn it out ultimately again from the Ve'er. I will say, now what does that mean? Rabbi Avo learns out the Isra Hana of Chomets by Nevela. We'll say what that means is, Rabbi Avo says as follows. The fact that the Torah has to tell you, that after, the fact that the Torah has to tell you, after telling you that Nevela is Asr Ba'achila, that it's Mutter Ba'ana, tells you that what? Under any other circumstance, an Isr Achila also conveys an Isr Hana. So I say, so watch this. So therefore, the Gemara says, according to Chizkiah, I want to be clear, Chizkiah and Rabbi Avau both agree that Chametz is Asr Ba'ana. What they disagree is how, is what? On how to learn it out. So interesting, Rabbi Chizkiah learns out from Lo Ye'achel. Chametz should not come to be eaten. Prolonged form teaches me again Isr Hana. Rabbi Avau learns out, listen to this, the Isr Hana of Chametz from the Vela. But since the Torah has to tell me that Nevela is Mutter Ba'ana, after it told me that it's Asr Ba'achila, tells me that any other case of an unqualified Isra Achila, by definition, uh, by definition means an Isra Hana as well. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Michti, Bein Lamara, Bein Lamara, Surin Ba'ana. But again, I, fine. That, that's, that's okay. I didn't say they have differently moved him, but the good news is, no matter what, ultimately again, Halacha Lamaisa, it's going to be Asr Ba'ana by both of them. To which the Gemara says, "Ika benayu, my benayu, what's the price of the Rishatim?" And Ika benayu, bechulin shenishchetu ba'azara. Both say the case, the nafkamini case would be unconsecrated meat or unconsecrated animal that's shechted inside of the confines of the Beis Hamikdash. Chizkia savar, Chizkia will say as follows: that when the Torah says "lo yeachel lemeutehani," it comes to exclude these cases. Oh, 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 let me finish this up. The Meute Hani comes to include these keys. Chamis Pesach and Shar Niskal. Oso le Meute Chulin Shnishchitu Bazara. And also comes to include Chulin Shnishchitu Bazara. That ultimately, again, they should be Mutter Bana, as they should be Asr Bana as well. Rabbi Abau Savra also le Meute Hani. Oh, Rabbi Abau says that Oso comes to exclude these cases. Ay Chamis Pesach and Shar Niskal. Chulin Shnishchitu Bazara. Does not need a limud. Why? Because this prohibition is not there. I said, well, so we'll have to pause. We did that last part quickly. We'll chazer that again. tomorrow. But I will say, but suffice it to say, we're beginning to drill down a little bit. We're trying to figure out again. What is the core point of contention in this machlokas? Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo, tomorrow we will get to resolution on this.